your will is really strong, so you just be like, oh. you're stubborn, basically. Mm-hmm. You, you, your superpower is stubbornness and... Just like real life. <laughs> and taking over the minds of animals. Just like in real life. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Welcome to episode 9 of Broken Men, a Song of Ice and Fire role-playing game actual play podcast. After the Battle of the Road in Hagsmire, Harold has reunited with Dagon and Roderick, but the three deserters find themselves once again surrounded by knights and soldiers loyal to the king in the north. We return to the trio as they formulate an escape to Seaguard and freedom across the sea. To recap, Dagon and Roderick ambushed an ambush and proceeded to kill a bunch of people and drive off some others. Meanwhile, Harold Snow was walking ahead of this and ran into the group that was about to be ambushed, tried to warn them. Mm-hmm. They kind of sort of listened, and so that's why they are able to respond in force relatively quickly. Um, after this, they returned from this ambush, at least uh, a, a, certain knight. a knight, Sir Morgan, was seriously injured. By, Found a lot of arrows in him. And his horse was also injured. Gee, whatever could have done that. And uh, Harold Snow thought those arrows looked awfully familiar. The <clears throat> knight and other soldiers who were ambushed and managed to get away told a terrifying tale of a ghost that inhabited a bush or a shrubbery and attacked him. A vengeful <laughs> forest spirit. That was awesome. Um... And so after Harold patched up the knight and the horses and the other men, mm-hmm. other nameless men, they returned to the ambush site and found that everybody was gone except a pile of corpses. All of them either shot through or stabbed in various savage ways or froze cuts. And a friend of the Lord. Line. There's one particular body that's been stabbed again and again and again. <laughs> Um, I think, did you find one survivor? Mm-hmm. We found the one under a horse. Who, who talked about the terrifying forest spirit, the shrubbery of death. He got extra salt. Right, and he's, he's currently unconscious. Yeah, my healing skills is just shoving salt in people. <laughs> <laughs> he needs more salt! <laughs> salt for the salt god. <laughs> Quickly, um, show him some of these internet threads. <laughs> Um, the Lordling is very appreciative of uh, young Harold Snow because... Even though I'm older than him. Well, okay, <laughs> young... Age is a spectrum. Age is a relative term. So he appreciates you're able to heal people and, you know, healed his men and warned him of this coming ambush. And, um, and when I straightened the herd, got oh. the cows in a single file line. <laughs> and also because of his, of his amazing animal handling ability, he's basically a magic cowboy. <laughs> the group escorting the herd has arrived to the ambush site which is now just piles of dead body um, I'm assuming that the two of you snuck away to someplace quiet Blackberry bush so uh, the crow went out and managed to locate the two of you quietly camped out enjoying a bit of a rest mm-hmm. um, in a blackberry thicket Someplace where you're not easily discovered, unless you're tracked by a magic albino raven. Oh, 
I look. So I, I look up from my lizard lion jerky. Oh, it's a boy. Boy, you want some? More for me. <laughs> kind of like his wing, kind of like rubs his belly. <laughs> okay, so now the question is, how do you wish to proceed to Seaguard? It's the, the city you're angling for. You've managed to befriend some groups. Um, the South yeah. Sisters are appreciative of your company, or at least they don't protest too much because they're silent. Harold has already is currently split. Yes, so that's I guess the next point we got to resolve. Um, Harold has made friends with this group of uh, Frey bannermen who are escorting this herd to Seaguard, or you could just slip away. Harold could slip away from the group, and you mm-hmm. could travel overland and get to Seaguard. You're not that far away at this point. Mm-hmm. The herd of animals will move relatively slowly compared to three men on horseback. So well. But you will know from your experience in Westeros that in a time of war like this, uh, Sea Guard will probably be locked up tight and there will be restrictions on who they let enter the city. Oh. So it will probably be a good idea for us to go with the but we don't have horses. Oh, you left the horses with these we silent the sisters? sisters? I, I, have, I have a horse from the Lord, but All right. I don't know how oh, you yeah. feel about me stealing a horse. So yeah, Frost lands your guys' campsite. Starts. Check out. Harold Frost. Go with go with the freight group then. Because well, we be don't to go into we, we don't know that he linked up with them. Yeah, true. Oh! All right. He's where's Harold? Wait. <laughs> oh, this box. And then he kind of points where's... to the ambush site. Right. Hmm. Well, not. I pack the rest of the jerky in my tunica and I get up and say, Right, let's go. Got my walking stick to put the right. old man look and back to the ambush site. Off. Starts walking with you guys. Why are you walking? And I hold, I hold my uh, arm out the. <laughs> Boy. And then, and then Frost kind of twitches and he, his eyes kind of like turn back to normal. Ah. Okay. Sneaking along. Alright, so is Roderick doing a deception check? Yeah. Well, yeah, just uh, act I, like a harmless All over the man. place roll. Wow. Okay, so that's going to be 12. Hmm? All over the roll. 20. That is a 20 on my uh, act or bluff, whichever one. They're both the same to be uh, to look like a harmless old man as people walking out. Got a 15 okay. on stealth. Alright, so you're walking down the road. Yep. Just a harmless old man. Oh, God, it's my bunions. Alright, um, and Dagon is, like, on the side of the road in the swamp, kind of creeping along. Yep. I am going at roughly the same pace he is, because he's just kind of slowly walking. Oh, is it my night? Right. feet. The sun has set, mm-hmm. so it is dark. Yay, cover of dark. The, uh, the group of Frey Bannermen has made camp at the ambush site because why not? <laughs> the Silent Sisters are there preparing uh, Matt Graves for Doug, so. the, the various um, bodies that have been left there by some people. Oh, uh, good heavens, what is all this? 
As you walk down the road, you will be challenged by a sentry with a crossbow, saying, mm. Halt, who goes there? Hello, traveler That's down the road. Do you mind if we point that crossbow at me when I, when I can sit down in front of a fire? My bones are aching, and it's been a long road. You alone? Uh, there is a friend around here. Uh, you might have seen him, a boy, a healer of sorts, good with animals. Oh, yeah. One with the uh, albino raven, weird-looking bird. Yes, that's the one. It's hard to mistake him for anyone else. He he kind of gestures into the camp where he thinks uh, Harold is. Oh, thank you, young man. You look so much like one of my grandchildren too. You bless blessings on you, sir. Uh, Don't cause any trouble, old man. He just kind of waves you in. All right. Um, While the sentry is distracted, do you want to take this time to try to sneak in? Yeah. Or do you want to stay on the edge of the camp, mm-hmm. just lurking and lurker? Lurk. Ah. Oh yeah, I guess I'll I'll sneak into camp. Uh, realize. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's. Ooh. Make everything harder long term. Uh. What do I roll for performance? Um, I'm just curious. Sneaking into camp. <clears throat> well, I guess either persuasion or deception. I think what you would fourteen doing would be deception. All right. All right. So sorry. Uh, uh, it's, it's nothing big. I just wanted to unlike on one screen. of the old songs or what that is going through to fit in <clears> the <throat> whole old man slightly out there. <laughs> oh, so you're gonna be singing? Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to see like how good it would be, and then I thought, what do you roll for for something like that? Mm, uh, that's a good question. I guess it I depends guess. on how you're performing. It huh. could be a language check. Could I act it out? Could be persuasion. Could be um, cunning. Deception. Cunning could. I guess if it's like a limerick or like, it would be more of a cunning. All right, like then. you're trying to make up a limerick or something, it would be cunning. I'll go with cunning then. That's that's fine. Die for me. Um, <laughs> I'd have to look that up, I guess, to try to get some ideas. But cunning, I think, would make sense as far as like a, if you're making up a song, especially. Twenty-six on the cunning check. All right, that's that's pretty high. And the song that I sing is one I'm making up on the spot, having to do with uh, with a maiden I used to know. Okay. <laughs> Alright, um, you're trying to sneak in, and, and all right, what, it, what did you roll for your stealth check to sneak in? Does it give 14. Him, does, Four, it, does it give him a bonus dice since I'm kind of distracting everyone? I, I would I would say that it would detract from the awareness of the others, so you don't necessarily get a bonus, but they're, on their roll, they, they get would a, get a they get sleep. Yeah, alright, that would be 9 for awareness, and you got... 14. All right, so that is actually a. Not only does he succeed, you got two orders, two levels of success. Uh, is there anything else you want to do as you're sneaking in? Do you want to like steal his, his dagger or something, or grab a torch to kind of blend in more, like act like you belong? Yeah, let's let's do that. Let's try to blend into the group all. The maiden fair, she was a bear. Underneath her locks. And then oh, I fever? ran out that house oh, dressed in just my socks. <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
It's been a long march. <clears throat> the men enjoy the distraction of a song. <laughs> so you've got a small group kind of gathered around you, clapping along. Eight on Seafree. All right, so I guess that's probably enough to kind of nick a, a dagger or something. Or what, what do you want to steal? It's coin purse. <laughs> something small. You don't get to, like, steal all his money. Okay, who am I robbing? Well, just like one of the centuries. Just one of the centuries. As he's yeah. talking to him, you're kind of just quietly walking by. You could just, like, pick up a torch. Yeah. Alright, so you walk up and you sit down right next to Harold. Yeah. By the fire. Oh, hey. And um, Roderick huh? sings his song and walks over up, and there's oh, to the hey, fire. Thank you, thank you, gentlemen. You're too kind, man. man. Oh, hello can't, there, can't Harold. It's so good to see you again. <laughs> I take a seat down by the fire, grunting as I do so because, oh, my aching bones. Come up, like, pull out some arrows. I think these are yours. <laughs> Just, like, slide, slide a man. <laughs> these are yours. <laughs> these are also yours. <laughs> Have you been a good boy, young Harold? Yeah, actually. Uh, like I said, I oh, wanted to get some them. I could spend like four pieces of arrows. Oh, I'm warn them. Such a good lad, such a good lad. If, well, if I were you two, I'd stay away from the night, though. You don't want them to recognize you guys. Right about this time. I don't think he'd recognize me. <laughs> a, a bush, I, and I was any, hiding in the swamp. Don't put any leaves on. <laughs> Not even this fake leaf I found. Nope. It might catch on. Nope. <laughs> about this time, uh, young lord. He wasn't important enough to get a name. Shoot, I forgot his name. <laughs> no. Oh no, God, uh, that's how you know that he's gonna die. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> no, young young Rowley Nayland walks oh, up. Oh, yeah, right. The lordling you talked to earlier. Um, and he sits down next to the fire and says, Oh, more of your friends. Uh, or, I guess, what was the accent? More of your friends. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Oh, hello there, young lad. You have such a handsome face. Reminds me of my own grandchildren, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I met them on the road some time ago. Well, sing us a song. Oh, well, if you don't mind my old man tunes. That's not bad. 16. That's convincing as a song. Oh, there was a wolf out in the woods. And that is all I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long cattle drive. He's happy to hear anything that's not, um, you know, cows lowing and mooing. Oh. <laughs> home, home on the range. That'll <laughs> never catch on. <laughs> <clears throat> Alright, so uh, the evening passes and eventually the lordling uh, goes off to his tent to bed down for the night. Was that the guy you shot? Now, the uh, Sarah Morgan also stops by to check on his favorite healer. He's still limping a bit from the injuries he sustained. Oh, hello, young man. Such a handsome face. Reminds me of my own grandchildren. Mmm. Hi. That's so cool. Hello, Sarah Morgan. We keep collecting all this riffraff and chaff. We'll have, we'll have more cell swords than cattle by the time we get to Seaguard. I, but he he's a big fan of Harold for saving his life. So, are you well or you oh. need to look enough over? 
Oh, never better. Just a few aches and pains, as I'm sure this old man here can sympathize with. Oh, I, yes. I, I, like, I like push down your quiver. <laughs> it's, been so, it's been so long since I visited the whorehouses that the plumbing doesn't quite work as well as you know. Aye. Uh, but not for lack of effort. <laughs> uh, he lets out uh, a chortle and slaps you on the back and, and wanders off to check on his bed. So I think you have firmly ingratiated yourself within um, Captain Morgan. Yes, the as, as I kind of laugh, Sarah watch, Morgan. As I watch him limp off, and as soon as he's out of your shot, I say, "You've been losing your touch." <laughs> All right, so I'm going to assume that you're not going to murder anybody tonight. Oh no, no, no! Rules oh. of hospitality here. I I wouldn't kill someone. Hospitality. This yeah. is the death site. <laughs> I mean, like, they're offered the fire, if we eat their food, then they're pretty much safe for me. You enjoy a good warm meal. Oh, there we go. A good night's rest. <laughs> um, and so for the next few days, if you want to, you can travel with them as they approach Seaguard. I'm, I'm inclined to do that, because, mm-hmm. like I said, if they're mm-hmm. holding it out against traveling, if not, then it's better we go in through as a group and then slip away mm-hmm. after. Yep. Okay. I'll say goodbye to the sisters. Um, they're going to stay behind for a few days to take care of the dead. Mm. They may catch up later. But you can't retrieve your horses from the sisters. Oh, oh, wait. Uh, You're good at stealth, right? Yeah. Can you, can you get something for me before we leave? What you looking for? Can you, can you grab uh, Daryl's remains? There, there is an urn full of bones... Marked with the uh, Hornwood sigil and oh. the. Was there a whole bunch marked with the Hornwood no, no, sigil? No, no, no. It was just him, just him. It was just that one. There's multiple urns with bones, but there is one specifically with the Hornwood mm-hmm. sigil on it. That. What are you planning to do with it, by the way? Take it back? Mm-hmm. It's I'll, need I'll need a distraction. I'll need a distraction. We can wait till they're busy, or I can distract them. Yeah, and I just kind of wink towards him. (laughs) Coordinate. 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 Go ahead. How much did we get off that? I got to do mine, which I I blow out of the water (laughs) with four sixes. Oh, nice. And then I add five to your guys' checks. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Just a okay. five. Wow. Actually, I, I get a bonus die. So I, it was a three. So it's still. Okay, so five, seventeen five. plus five. That's gonna give me yeah twenty two. Twenty seven on my check. Twenty two on my cunning check at the save. Gather round, soldiers, as I tell you the story of the ghost of the world. Supposed to distract the sisters. Well, I'm making sure to kind of track everyone around there, here. There are some sisters, if you're singing about death, they might be interested. Yes. It's the ghost of the woods? Yes. They say it was around during the time of the old gods and the new. When, the, when one of them, hating the new gods, decided he would have his vengeance in the world that they would make, he would come out from the woods and kill all before him, soldiers, farmers, common men, until there was none remain but the bloody work that he has left behind. 
He would attack from a distance. He would attack from when they were close. It would take the form of their friends, their lovers. In the embrace of one or in the grip of another, they would never find out until it was too late. And they were already dead. All right, so no one's going to sleep tonight from the terrifying song <laughs> of death and vengeance and ghosts in the woods. Uh, what did you roll for thievery? Oh. Now that you're uh, basically a grave robber? Pre-grave robber? Did you get a bonus die for that? No. Uh, five, plus five. five. I get a plus five from him, so I get a 14. Off of two dice. I'd say that would... Your performance would de- definitely raise that, uh, or at least lower whatever challenge rating that would be. Yeah. So um, I, I would say from that performance, the Silent Sisters are going to be paying attention. Most of the soldiers are paying attention. Even the cows have at least one eye on the performance. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dagon successfully sneaks in to the cart, extracts the urn with the bones with the moose symbol on it. And, yep. um, I don't know. Going to put it. Shoves it in his pants and walks away. Yes. <laughs> <I guess> so. <laughs> Backpack. How big is the urn? Well, I think to fit a full skeleton would be, uh, it would have to at least be, you know, foot across, maybe two or three feet high. And I would, including the weight of the urn, it's probably about probably. 30, 40 pounds. Yeah, that seems reasonable. Hide it in the swamp for now. I'll put it in my bag. I wanted him to get it for me. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll stick it over and I'll shove it in his bag. Alright. Take out some, like, fungus and herbs. <laughs> Alright, so, uh... Salt. <laughs> so, Harold's bag is now a little bit larger and has a distinct rattling noise. But hey, he's got his... Uh, not his half-brother, but someone he grew up with and has strong affection and feelings. Not half brother. Also. Ah. <laughs> then. Thank you. I do so hope you enjoy that story. I was reminded of that when I saw all those poor bodies lying around. They just had all the hallmarks <clears throat> of this spirit, and they were just superstition, surely. Right. The uh, legend of the murderous shrubbery grows. All right, so after the song, one of the Switch silent sisters sits down next to you. Which one? The one I taught about horses? The older one? The, the middle one. The not-so-silent one? Who's, yeah, the one who's a little bit more friendly and talkative. Mm. There's a ghostess with the ghostess. Would you like to know more about animal care? She uh, whispers, you should talk more about your not-half-brother. Uh, the Hornwood that you care so much about. Oh. Daryl? Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you sure he's not related to you? Um. Uh, well, Sir Hornwood took me in at a young age. Um, my mother How? passed. How young? Um, uh, she passed before I, uh, remember. I don't remember her at all. But I, I got an, I had a nice room, you know, the, the maester taught me how to care for animals, uh, taught me how to read, uh, taught me medicine. Every, everybody said me and Daryl looked alike. Daryl didn't like that. He always got mad. And he always took the war books from me. He never let me read any of them. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It was fascinating. 
Oh, this is a private conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You said you tended to him? Yes. Slide mm-hmm. the bag over. <laughs> <clears throat> she goes on to explain that they plan to um, leave the remains that they have collected at the Sept and Sea Guard, mm-hmm. at which point they will then be um, sent on with other people, mm-hmm. with other uh, Silent Sisters to their respective destinations, their homes. Mm-hmm. But she recognizes that you have a special relationship with Daryl. And she uh, she says, I wish you seven blessings. And then she gets up and walks away. I just says that I kinda like uh, trees. <laughs> Werewoods. <clears throat> Werewood. <laughs> there wood. There melted. Anything else you want to do over the next few days as you're traveling with the the herd and the fray bannermen? The silent sisters are gonna fall behind and go off. Well, I'm I, gonna bother the younger one about animal care before them, but like okay. make sure you you give them some. Hey, remember stay calm on the horse. I'm actually gonna talk to the soldiers, see what kind of gossip they can give about what's going on and what's happening elsewhere. Okay, um, so yeah, do a persuasion check to see what you can. Can I use a bluff? Because I really don't want them to know that I'm a deserter type. Well, it's just like you're persuading them to talk. Oh. is what I would. Okay. My persuasion ain't that high, but we'll do. Eight. That's not horrible. Some of them are bored because they're here wrangling cattle and herding livestock while other people are off to the south fighting against the Lannisters and winning glory and renown. Others are quite happy to be here dealing with sheep and cattle instead of dying having them. <laughs> Having to fight Lannisters um, and dying glorious deaths. These dirty Lannisters. Uh, there is some talk about there being deserters and bandits in the countryside. And deserters? Do you think they could be around here somewhere? Well, there were because they just murdered a whole bunch of them, or at least a bunch were found dead here. Oh, that's horrifying. On this ambush site. Do they even <clears throat> kill animals? Maybe. I don't know. The worst ones ever. He mutters the Where? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like well, that, throw a blanket well, over the well, I certainly <laughs> hope that that's, that's the case. I would hate to think about something like the ghost of the woods out there and about now. Um, so you do get the impression that if anyone is going to recognize you, it might be at Seaguard. Because it is such a, uh, a uh-huh. major locus point of the uh, army of, of the north, of the, the Stark army for military effort. So there's lots of important you know, bannermen passing through there, mm-hmm. lots of various leaders, lots of lots of comings and goings from various military leaders. Keep that herd oh. in a straight line. Well, we'll I did that bridge when it gets there. Oh, wait, maybe I didn't. Anyway, worst comes to worst, I'll just walk around as a walking shrub. <laughs> In the middle of the city street. <laughs> 21, I kept the just herd in line. The dogs are like the bush just hopping up. Ticket to the ship. Is that heroic? Um, that would actually be heroic. <laughs> okay. 21 plus rating is heroic. I get them in a straight line. 
The cattle march with an efficiency that is rarely seen. In fact, they're, they're not just a herd. They are like an army of cattle. Marching off to war. <laughs> line by line, the cows go marching in, hurrah, two by two. So they enjoy having a presence. Having a singer along is, is fun. An archer is appreciated. Uh, they're worried about people hiding off in the swamp, taking shots at them from what people remember of the ambush. At one point, someone remarks to Dagon, if you see a shrub, remove. Put an arrow in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Better safe than stabbed to death. Like, By a shrub. like poor Bobby. Amen. Oh, <laughs> Actually, that gives me an idea. I'm not Bill, Billy. I saved Billy. <laughs> All right, let's just say a couple days go by. It's kind of boring, but they at least have plenty of meat to eat, you know, because they got all the livestock with them. Eventually, the road turns west, and you come kind of up over a rise and down a little bit, and you see the walls of Seaguard rise above you to the west. Hooray. Topped with banners of the Dire Wolf and the Silver Eagle. The deep blue of Ironman's Bay stretches behind the city, where you can see tall-masted ships approaching the docks, sheltered behind the city's walls, and a war galley patrolling the bay. The gates into the city boast a dozen guards each. They're searching wagons and people who are lined up to enter the city. Outside the walls are paddocks full of horses, cattle, and sheep, all well guarded. Since you have been traveling with this group of frayed bannermen, you are aware that the, the Malister family controls Seaguard. And Lord Jason Malister and his heir Patrick are off fighting alongside King Rob Stark. Hmm. Uh, you also heard about Denny's Malister, who is a member of the Night's Watch and is the uncle of Lord Jason and has uh, become the commander of the Shadow Tower, one of the castles of the Night's Watch. Hmm. Interesting. So we are trying to get to the wall, right? Was that the end plan again? I wanted to go back home mm. to return the remains. Oh, right. So there was talking about joining the watch. Was also talking about just going north, or just to go north. <laughs> go north. <laughs> north for north's sake. What did you want to do? Well, do we have a map? Or I've stu- I've studied the map. Why? There is a map that I've studied. No, but I mean, like in terms of angles, you could also you know mm-hmm. borrow it from the Lordling. Well, no, remember I studied it. Mm-hmm. So I was, I kind of wanted to get a pass to the Salt Spear because then I could just get to the Ornwood Forest from there. So you are currently here at Seaguard. The Hornwood lands are somewhere in here. Mm-hmm. And that's where Harold wants to go. The Salt Spear. If you want to go up to the wall, it's way up here. Hmm. You don't have to go north, and you don't have to... Stick together too. I mean, if you decide to go your separate ways, mm-hmm. that's that's okay. Uh, I kind of burned that bridge with the <gasps> men without banners or whatever they're called. Oh, they, right. They, the, they don't know. The brother without banners. Um, that story thread has been sewn up, <laughs> as, it, as it were. Uh, yeah. Or so, or incinerated. You know what I'd like to do though. Time comes. Oh, just. I need to. Tag along with Harold and whatever 
crazy stuff he gets into. Honor. <laughs> Honor bound. All this crazy tree worshipping stuff. Uh, and also <laughs> to remind you, you each you each have 100 gold pieces. An absurd. Which is a lot of money. To put in perspective, one gold coin is worth 210 silver stags. A silver stag is enough to live comfortably on for one day. Like, not necessarily like a lord or a king, but like definitely a middle class. Mm. One silver uh, a day would be a reasonably comfortable middle class existence. I know where I'm going. Then. And full plate costs 14 gold. So, yes. So, each of you has enough to basically live not a luxurious life, but a reasonably comfortable life. Could live like kings uh, for a while. You can live like kings for a while, definitely. So, I mean, if your desire is to try to flee to Essos, you could definitely do that. This is a major port for Essos. Ships. That's the uh, that's the eastern lands, right? The mm-hmm. desert yes. areas. The eastern lands. So you you are aware that because you are deserters, staying in Westeros is somewhat risky, especially staying here in this area or in the north. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you wanted to try to flee to Essos, you could. You've got enough money. You could. Live it up. You could um, you go to Old Town. That is a major city in the southwest where they train maesters. Actually, here's my idea. When we when we get there, I'm thinking there's an old bear who's been exiled. There's an old bear who's been exiled out a while back. I'd like to check up on him. Ah, uh, Jorah Mormont. Yeah. <laughs> who's off journey in the east in Essos. Yeah. Um, taking up with uh, rogue princesses and the, and the like. Mm-hmm. Shit. They weren't going to be heading out and separate. Then I think I want to hook up with that guy, see how he's doing. Because okay. my character would be old enough that we serve together at some point, wouldn't we? Yeah, um, because there was the the Greyjoy Rebellion. So if you fought in that for the North, you could have interacted with Jorah. Yeah, Northern Cellsword. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so if you guys want to split up too, if we do come back and play another round, we could follow one character and people can make new characters or. So I mean, I'd be down with that. So I kind of want to experiment with some of the different. Uh, if, if you want to fan guys. out and go in different directions, that's absolutely okay. <laughs> and, and then somebody decides to get the band back together. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Um, maybe you get a kidnapped and you know shoved in a sack, tossed in a dragon, and flown out to the other side of the world. Um, that's the archer I told you about. Hey, Dingo. I just say because part of the reason I, I came to Westeros in the first place was to just kind of. Explore. You need your own ship. Got enough gold. And you are. Seaguard <laughs> is. a ship and a crew. Seaguard uh, is the closest the... mainland port. You have to pay the iron price, though. To the Iron Islands. Oh, right. Iron price. Mine! So, I mean, we do not you're steal. here. Well, there's that war town. You the pay there. If, if for whatever reason you decide you want to go back home, you are pretty close. Yeah. So. Well, if I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die at sea. Let's go do that. To get a ship. There's that, war, there's that nice war galley out in the bay there. <laughs> go to White Harbor. Um. It would take longer, but we'd get closer. White Harbor? Yeah. So you'd have to go all the long mm-hmm. way around. Mm-hmm. Take a while, but. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well it sounds like. Salisbury. I'll go Salisbury. Regardless, everybody wants to get in a boat at this point. Yeah. Boat, 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 boat. One, one layer. <laughs> Whether by paying or by just 
pain oh, they piracy. The, the, the iron price. The iron price. Um, all right, so you have to get inside the city. The frayed bannermen take their livestock to the various paddocks. There's uh, people keeping track. So they, they write down that Nayland has brought so many cattle, so many sheep, so many mules, so many horses, so many... Um, I'm kind of going to hide behind him or hide with him. Well, do you want to try to convince him to take you inside the city? Oh, yeah. Yep. All right. So does someone want to do a persuasion yeah. check or... Well, I've got a history with them. I... Right. So he, he likes you. Sir, can I help you with the taking in the livestock? Oh, no. They won't let us into the city. Oh, they won't? We're just dropping out the livestock here and then they'll tell us to go off somewhere. Yeah, it's no fun for us. I um, think we could... Think a little stop, sir. Really? Don't you think? What you kind are, of, you are in charge, aren't you? What kind of fun do you have in mind? <laughs> Maybe a great <laughs> barn somewhere where the sheep are just <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Eighteen? Eighteen? What do you what kind of fun do you have in mind? Taverns. Drinking. What kind of fun do you have in mind? <laughs> Taverns? I kind of look at this coin first. I go, eh? Hey. Oh. Yeah, I think I you've earned some respite. You're right. I have traveled long and hard. I've done great deeds for my <clears> house. <throat> I deserve a good pint of something or other. Mm-hmm. All right. Here, here. You, you've led men into combat or ordered them into combat. I have. Yes, indeed. All right, so you've convinced him. Um, <laughs> so he grabs the three of you and marches up and <clears throat> bypasses the line of people waiting to get into Seaguard. And he uh, stands as tall and straight as a teenager can. Make way for... I kind of like walk behind uh, what him. What was this guy's name? Rowley Nayland. <laughs> Make way for Rowley Nayland. The name is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he approaches a guard and says, I am Rowley, fourth in line to House Nayland. <laughs> Let me in to the city, please. <clears throat> the guards seem uninterested in letting him in. Does anyone want to try to... One, one of the guards makes a motion like this. Yeah. I kind of like elbow the Lord. That's a bad row, but still 12, so... What are you trying to do? I step forward and I say, You will let him in, or I shall cry. There will be weeping, and then I shall tell everyone that you do not want to be our friend. You will be pointed at by every soldier in the park for having made this old man cry. Is that the sort of soldier you are? I feel the tears <laughs> coming on. I just kind of like that will learn like, why you could you be more like my grandchild? <laughs> All right, so the little lordling is somewhat embarrassed at this point, so he pull, reaches into his purse and pulls out a handful of uh, <laughs> silver coins and just hands them off to the guards, and they, they wave you through. As we pass by, uh, let's see. You cry more? Hang on. Four, five, six... <laughs> Notice first to see, uh, let's see, 18 to recognize this guy's face. Oh, remember the guard? For later. 
Okay. <laughs> All right, now that you're within the walls of the city, what would you like to do? It, it is a bustling city. The streets are crowded, lots of people moving about. Interesting. Um, to the tavern! All right. I, I will catch up with you all later. There's a few things I'd like to explore. To the tin can shop. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're going to buy full plate? Mm-hmm. Actually, speaking of which, I need to... All right, this is... To uh, the market, then to the tavern! <laughs> so everyone ditches a lordly to go shopping? <laughs> <laughs> I need to pick up a few things. <laughs> Let's be honest, does she really want to be seen with me now? <laughs> Probably not. Exactly. So, so Rally Nayland suddenly finds himself alone in Seaguard <laughs> without any money because he just got all gave it to the guard. And poor Lornley wanders off to try to bang a pint off of somebody. Like only he a 16-year-old. You know what? Apparently not. Actually, you know what? I feel bad about that, so I go back and say, Wait, grandchild, uh, here. Don't spend it all in one place. One gold coin. I bustle off. Oh, you gave him a gold coin. Yeah. His eyes light up. He's going to have a huge night. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> they grow uh, up so fast. And, well, especially when he suffers alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for an apothecary. Oh, I don't know. Apothecary? Mm-hmm. What? So look for poisons and so forth. To, to buy, well, there's probably not going to be anything that says, you know, yeah, but I mean, like Poison certain shot. plants, I mean, like, they were used okay. to heal, but if you use them in a lot more doses, then they can kill Poison shot. All right. Um, this poison is so poisoned that the bottle is poisonous. <laughs> <laughs> you've got money and you've got time, so you could most likely find something like that. I will say that for the cost of two gold coins, you are able to be put in touch with a shopkeeper who's willing to discreetly sell you whatever kind of poison that you want. So that's for two gold coins total. You can have a dose of... Well, the book is full of poisons, actually. There's a whole section. Of course, Game of Thrones. There's actually four pages of poisons. (laughs) And they differ in their delivery, virulence, frequency, toxicity, diagnosis, and effects. And recovery. Of course, it also includes things like alcohol. I'm looking for stuff I can quote in my stiletto. So, so yeah, 134 to 138. So I will hand you the book. Why don't you look through there and choose one of those that you want to uh, enjoy or save for later. Roderick is shopping for poisons. Dagon is going to be shopping for... I'm going to start with a bow. I'm going to pick up one of those... Fancy, fancy, uh, double curved bows. Okay. You're going to get a recurved bow. I think that's what it was called. It was like a double curved oh, right. bow or something. Is there something like a Masterworks stiletto as well? Probably. Because there's different qualities of weapon. And I've just been using like the basic quality. But you can spend extra and make it like fancy. Alright. Uh, so, I'll spend it for So me. if you want a Valerian steel stiletto. We could probably, well, I don't know. Maybe not in Seaguard, but we could put that as a, a quest. Um, all right, so for a fancy bow, there is a double curved bow. Yeah, that's it. Damage is agility plus one. It is long range, powerful, and two handed. It is not unwieldy, which is what your longbow is. Yeah, that's, that wasn't the main thing, so I could use it on horseback if necessary. Mammoth back. 
Mammoth back. So uh, I will actually. Could I also like sell my longbow? Possibly. As, as part of said transaction, like there's a longbow. No, the thing is, you've got so much money. You're gonna sell your longbow and get a double curve bow. And anything else you want to buy? I really want to fork out money for a ship and a crew, and I can just take. Yeah, a ship and a crew. <laughs> Well, if you want to go home to the Iron Islands, you could try to raise your own ship. Yeah, how much is a ship? I'll, I'll, I'll go, I think I'll it go might be shopping. more than 100 gold pieces. All right, you're going to buy full plate. In can. All right, so you find an armor shop and get fitted for full plate. I want the full tin can set up. All right, um, because there's a war on... I'm going to say it's 15 gold pieces. Okay. I can sell my breastplate as well. I'll take Basilisk Venom. Sure. Basilisk Venom. So how much would that Is that, that just what it's called, off? or is it actually I'll check the problem. It's basilisk. what it's okay. called, Basilisk Venom. I have no idea what the Basilisk like, might be in here. Could just be a nickname unless Basilisk actually exists. That's for us. They might are dragons. Somewhere. <laughs> dragons, there's something called Lizard Lions. Um, no, you've killed them. Breastplate <laughs> is 800 silver. All right, so I'll say you probably get half of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I need to turn I need to turn the um, hide from that into a luggage. By the way, it's this year of 5 to 10 gold. 5 to 10 gold? Oh, okay, so on top of that, I'll say, so 7 gold total. 7 gold total. Right. Since you paid 2 gold to get to the shop. To get to meet the right person, another 5 gold to get a, a dose of... All right, I'll take... I'll take two. The plate costs me thir- 13 gold. All right, I so. Pleasure doing business. Oh, so that's to look up the 12. <laughs> All right, so. Yay, so I'm using my gold. About 13 gold. <sighs> All right, so you've got two doses of basket venom. You're buying full plates. Mm-hmm. Did you figure out how much? So, so it costs about 13 gold. So, okay. Okay. And uh, throw another gold piece, though, to get it as a rush job, because they have to oh, fit okay. it to you, so about and you apparently don't want to wait around for it. Nope. <laughs> Dagon is selling... All right, you have a longbow. Mm-hmm. That costs 900 silver pieces, so you can sell it for, I'd say, half. Yeah. And a, a double-curved bow costs 500. So you're only talking about, like, another 50. Get that to a higher-quality... Sure. Oh man, I got that one combat defense. That's what it comes out as. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. But ten armor rating. Oh, that's not bad. Ten less damage. And nobody can miss you. Under well, any circumstances. Well, but who's gonna who's gonna do more than ten? <laughs> That's the thing that enables yeah, that enables a couple of degrees of success because it's literally just going to be their result minus one. <laughs> so a superior weapon costs twice as much as a common weapon, and it gives you plus one of the result of all fighting or marksmanship tests. So plus one. A superior double curved bow will cost you one thousand silver stags. And then I can't forget the booze. Oh, well... Fine alcohol. I'll say a couple of silver you can buy quite a bit of wine. Alright, just It's not that expensive. Mm-hmm. I'll spend a whole gold. <laughs> oh, so you're buying like high quality, a barrel of high quality vintage. Uh, do they just wine. have wine? 
pretty much? Um, you can probably find mead or ale. Okay. If you, you can buy several barrels with like, a sickle. No, <laughs> finest bottle if, if of wine that I can find. Well, no, you're, you're getting like a keg. Oh, you're getting money. a keg with that much money. For a gold? Well, a gold, that's a lot. A gold's a lot. So, I mean, yeah. That would be probably not like a huge keg, but like a small. Well, like, like high. And that's, no, that's, that's like good stuff. So, it'd be like. Literally the best in Brandy, probably. Yeah. Because, I mean, a gold is a lot of money. I mean, that's like the equivalent. Be like ten or twenty thousand dollars, like real. Don't have like really high quality wines. It's just like. Well, there's like Arbor Gold, and that would be high quality. Mm. Or Arbor Reds. No, I think Arbor Gold is considered better. You know, for a world that is so focused on getting drunk, I'm surprised that this is hard to find. Right. Yeah, I didn't see anything. I didn't see anything. (laughs) Because I'm yeah, I'm not seeing anything of the cost of uh, wine or ale or anything like that. But um, I buy the finest. You're going on. A pretty amazing vendor, a high quality vendor. So let's get back. Okay. All right. Does anybody else want to buy something? In the market for a ship crew. I, I will. I will see how much a ship costs if it, it's listed. Is anybody selling a bear? <laughs> Sadly, no bears available at this point. So um, my piercing went down. That sounds like something you need to go on a quest. Is exactly the same. <laughs> but some, he's definitely selling a mammoth, right? Once again, that's something you have to go on a quest to get. I know better than just to like let a character buy that. You got to go out. You got to earn it. Shadow cap. I think that's even worse. <laughs> Pretty sure it is. All right, I don't see anything listed. As far as a buying a boat or a ship, I will guess it's probably more than a hundred, more than the cash you have at hand. So probably like uh, you know thousands. Hmm. I guess you you could potentially try to buy a share of a ship if you want to convince some wealthy merchants. Well, I guess that's a start. Um, buy a share of a ship, then I kill everyone holding the rest of the shares. <laughs> Forge documents to make you uh, the recipients of their wills. Hey, if you give me a ride to my pled to the other side of the world, I'll help you with that. Okay, so it sounds like everyone's bought what they want to buy. Uh, yeah, if I can't find the mess works. But no, no animals. Well, okay, for stiletto costs. Yeah, I'm going to say there's no animals that you don't already have in okay. town that seem interesting. Um, oh, yes, because wandering town with all oh, that don't grow, a wolf. And a dog. The average pricing for a warship would be like 1,200 gold dragons. Is that listed in the book somewhere? Oh, no. no. Oh, wait, never mind. For a crew. Oh, that's for the crew for the ship. Never mind. That's just the crew. (laughs) That's just the crew. (laughs) Got to work on that. All right. If you want to buy a superior stiletto, it would cost... It's like, I need to take a first. Silver. 60 silver, and that's how much? Uh, so one gold is 210 oh, silver. Okay. So if you cash in one gold coin, you get 210, so you have uh, 150 yeah, all right. left over. Mm-hmm. So a superior stiletto will give you plus one to the results of all fighting or marksmanship tests. Perfect. All right, I'm good. <laughs> So, so I need to take a ship, convince the crew to work for me, 
Well, as you then pillage and plunder, so I can actually start paying them. As you um, talk to people in the town while you're buying stuff, uh, you do hear stories that there are pirates active in the step stones. You think they have a ship we can take? Uh, the step stones are a, they are southeast of Westeros, oh. mm. linking kind of Westeros and Essos. I'm sure you can walk into a tavern while they're fitting your bowstring and say, "So, piracy. Anyone hear about that?" Mm, yeah. So there is talk of pirates on the stepstones. Yeah, it would be easier to take a ship that already has a crew and convince a crew than to get a ship with no crew and then have to go to a tavern and hire a bunch of drunks. <laughs> Drunken sailors. <laughs> I guess at this point we're just going to buy passage. No, that's everyone just going to kind of I'm going off to the to the place where the sun is hot and uh, and the potential uh, Iron Throne candidates are hotter. <laughs> All right. So Roderick wants to sail to Essos. Yep. Like in character reason, like I'm gonna catch up on an old friend, get out of the wool for a little bit. Harold is going to sail north to the Salt Spear mm-hmm. and disembark in the ride across. And I'm heading southeast to link up with some pirates, work my way up, become the captain of my own ship. All right, so Dagon is going to head to the southeast of the step zone. So um, at least Roderick and Dagon can get on the same ship. Oh, Good luck. Heading home. Honor bound. All right, so as you act, Maybe a thumbs up. as you ask around the docks, or perhaps, perhaps fate, we may meet again. Uh, you find Captain Twain of the Langhorn. And Captain Twain says, Hello, lads. We've just come in from Pebbleton with a load of pig iron bound for good King Stark's forges. Now, the winds, if we be lucky, will take us south to Lannisport, to Old Town, finally to Essos. When are you sailing? With the morning tide. That works for me. I actually do have something I need to do before we leave. Assassinate the mayor of this place. Nothing to do with He's just doing his job. All right, so um, he says that he will take you as far as Essos for, if you're willing to sleep on the deck, two gold coins. If you'd like a cabin, it will be uh, five gold coins. I'll take a cabin. I only need to go as far as the steps. Or... What are you, some kind of pirate? Uh, is there like a port on the like south end? Yeah, um, you could go to uh, Sunspear. That's the Sunspear. Capital Sunspear. door. Yeah, I, 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 I would say Sunspear. Right, so he'll give you a cabin that far for four gold points. I don't need a cabin. So you can sleep on the deck for two gold coins and 50 silver. So you two have a range passage on... The Langhorn with Captain Twain. And as you study him, you think he might be called Captain Twain because he's got a peg leg and a hook for his left hand. He says, ah, I was cutting Twain once. Hence my name. Got better, I see. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, so, my captain's intact. So he promises you that it should be a, a smooth voyage. Sure, there's war on land, but the seas, the seas are friendly and kind. 
You're not going north. That's where the wildlings are. So it's been smooth sailing on the Sunset Sea ever since good King Baratheon walloped them ironborn. I uh, don't expect there'll be trouble ever again. Well, okay, quick, let's see what um, Roderick is trying to roll. All right, first an act to look like the harmless old man when that guard goes off duty and gets alone. All right, fine. Murder <laughs> hobo, one last person. 16? You'll, you'll pass for that, yeah. As soon as I get up close to him and I say, you shouldn't have made me cry. <laughs> While he's working? No, when he's, he's off and alone. And he's waiting until he's off duty mm-hmm. and walking alone down the street in Sea Garden. Yep. Following probably quietly through the streets. Yep. Until the opportunity arises That's to use his deep. ridiculous <laughs> pile of dice. How much of that is mine? Okay, one sec. <laughs> There's so many dice, it's, we're going to require a calculator. So it's going to be uh, 30. For stabbing? Yep. You have six bonus dice? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I am going to assume that he is still wearing his armor. Yay, piercing too. That's going to be combat defense of three. So that's going to be... Piercing two, agility four. That's a lot of degrees of success. What's his, Six, seven? But what's his uh, total after? 30. What's his? Well, 30, so minus three, so it'd be 27. 27, which falls in the six degrees of success, success range. All right, so... Agility four. Times six. 24. And minus armor rating. Um, so he's got pretty high armor rating. Uh, but that's not going to help him. So that's still going to be 14 damage. He's got 12 health. So he goes limp in your arms as you stab him. I then drag him off down an alley, stab him again and again and again, and then I scatter leaves all over, and then I leave. <laughs> <laughs> this is the harmless daughter. Did, did you pick a more bonus dice? Uh, that's a superior thing. Oh. <laughs> all right. And that's why it, it pays to be um, no, superior. courteous. Plus one, not a big in your job. <laughs> Uh, Dagon and Roderick are on a boat or on a ship sailing away to the south in the morning with their superior double curved bow and basilisk venom and, and bloody hands. <laughs> Harold, you want to sail north? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm going around the harbor seeking seeking a ship. All right. Your travel might be a little bit more expensive because you're taking along a bundle of animals. Um. Uh, yeah, two, two uh, a dog and a wolf. Dog, a wolf, and a... And then I kind of want to be taken down river a bit. Oh, uh, try to get to Mo Kalen. Mm-hmm. Speed up the travel. All right, so you ask around, you find a trader who is stopping in at Flint's Finger, but no one seems to really want to go down the Salt Spear because there's nothing down there but fisher folk and lizard lions. Nobody heading towards Mo Kalen? Yeah, Mokelin's too far upriver. So these are like the big ocean-going vessels mm-hmm. can't get right. that close. But someone's willing to take you and your menagerie of animals to Plutz Finger for one gold piece. And from there they say, oh, there's fisher folk going back and forth. Fisher folk? Yeah. Yeah? You have a fishing boat. Should be able to find somebody. Only one gold? If you want a cabin, it'll be one gold and a hundred silver pieces. Okay, I'll take it. Take your cabin, your finest cabin. All right, for you and your... And I 
kind of just you kind of want Wilma in her own space. Well, that's where your cabin is. I know, but that okay. gesture towards the wolf, and like you, we want her in our own space. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. All right, and so off, off you go. I have one last question, like. All right. What was the results of uh, when they found that body with all the leaves around it? I forgot my part to death. It's known that he was a gambler, and so it is suspected that he was killed over a gambling debt. But people do talk. As as you're leaving the song, Ghost of the Woods becomes more popular in Seaguard as <laughs> groups straggle in and begin singing around their campfires. So there is some talk that perhaps it wasn't a gambling debt, but that it was a vengeful ghost. He gambled. A vengeful shrubbery. He gambled with the wrong bush. Uh, but over time, the idea of a bush killing people seems less intimidating, so it morphs into a tale about ants, spirits of massive trees wandering through town, smashing people. <laughs> I am perfectly okay. <laughs> Tales grow in the telling, but the stories of these three deserters are at an end. For now. The character of Harold Snow was played by Dylan Belgard. The character of Roderick was played by Micah Hong. The character of Dagon was played by Jacob A. The cover art is by Fabi Rodriguez. And I, the narrator, am Will Kalinin. If you'd like to listen to further adventures, please subscribe to this podcast or say hello on Twitter. And thank you for listening to Broken Men.